This is Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. And now your host, Michael O'Fallon. being transitioned from a physical, real, analog world and into a spiritual, hyper-real, digital world. I thought it would be a good time to stop, pause, and provide an overall review of what is happening around us right now. As the pace of change is incredibly fast, and the ability for most people to comprehend what is happening around them is becoming almost an impossibility, You can't trust your lying eyes. You can't trust your lying ears. You can't trust your feelings about all sorts of matters because no matter how intelligent you are, you are being bombarded with cleverly constructed propaganda. Propaganda that is specifically designed for you. Just like marketing and advertising on social media is now specifically designed for you. That is how you can be thinking about a product or a service and have that product or service basically pop up on your Facebook feed as you begin to scroll. And one of the problems is that the more intelligent and educated you are, the more susceptible you are to advanced purposed propaganda. Maybe you didn't know that. Because that advanced purpose propaganda that is meant to nudge you into certain patterns of thinking and action is really taking over your patterns of thinking and action. And so all the propagandized news around you is completely superficial, intended to provoke some reaction from you that will end up accomplishing a larger plan or a goal. As French post-structuralist Jacques Ellul stated nearly 40 years ago, it is, quote, superficial news for the average man. This situation makes the current events man a ready target for propaganda. Indeed, such a man is highly sensitive to the influence of present-day currents. Lacking landmarks, he follows all currents. He is unstable because he runs after what happened today. He relates to the event and therefore cannot resist any impulse coming from that event. Because he is immersed in current affairs, this man has a psychological weakness that puts him at the mercy of the propagandist. No confrontation ever occurs between the event and the truth. No relationship ever exists between the event and the person. Real information never concerns such a person. What could be more striking more distressing, more decisive than the splitting of the atom, apart from the bomb itself. And yet this great development is kept in the background, behind the fleeting and spectacular result of some catastrophe or sports event, because that is the superficial news the average man wants. Propaganda addresses itself to that man, like him, it can relate only to the most superficial aspect of a spectacular event, which alone can interest a man and lead him to make a certain decision or adopt 
a certain attitude. End quote. So the first thing that Ilel asserts is that those who are just keeping up on current events without historical precedent, he says landmarks, that's how he defines those things, well, that person caught up in the current events of the day will be seeking facts from the fact makers of today. Whatever they want the facts of today to be, or more succinctly, the myth makers, those who are seeking to create propaganda that will lead the current events man to follow their strategic primrose path of fertile fallacies that will lead the current events man to the predetermined conclusion that they have already created. So as Ilel states, quote, Indeed, such a man is highly sensitive to the influence of present-day currents. Lacking landmarks, he follows all currents. He is unstable because he runs after what happened today. He relates to the event and therefore cannot resist any impulse coming from that event, end quote. So the current events man sees what is in front of him in his chosen media stream from, let's say, the big news in his current media stream, meaning the one that he's chosen to be in, through those hand-picked chosen news sources that he has through Facebook or Twitter, let's say that the big event that he must pay attention to nonstop is Drag Queen Story Hour. And because that video of the twisted dude dancing provocatively in front of children is played 40 times a day on Fox or on his chosen followers on Twitter a thousand times a day, that is what he must impulsively respond to. Much like the fertile field of social justice warriors and minority groups who responded to the death of George Floyd, which was played a hundred times a day on cable news and a thousand times a day on social media for over a week nonstop. Well, that led many, by impulse, into following the pre-prepared violent protests that were embedded with bad actors to destroy their own cities and take the United States to the edge of civil war. Ilal continues, quote, Because he is immersed in current affairs, this man has a psychological weakness that puts him at the mercy of the propagandist. No confrontation ever occurs between the event and the truth. No relationship ever exists between the event and the person. Real information never concerns such a person. End quote. So at the reaction point of the person who is the target of propaganda, this person begins to do what is necessary based upon the information that was provided to him to react. Because in a crisis situation, even crisis situations that are being invented for the purposes of creating a reaction, you know in the problem-reaction-solution dialect, the person feels compelled to do something. And that is where the person who is the object of the propaganda can fall prey to those that have pre-made, previously constructed solutions. Solutions that may seem like they take care of the problem that the target of the propaganda is concerned about. 
but in the end, create a reaction that can be used by nefarious individuals that will eventually lead to the loss of freedoms and eventual chaos created by the reaction to the propaganda. Ilul continues, quote, What could be more striking, more distressing, more decisive than the splitting of the atom apart from the bomb itself? And yet this great development is kept in the background, behind the fleeting and spectacular result of some catastrophe or sports event, because that is the superficial news the average man wants. Propaganda addresses itself to that man. Like him, it can relate only to the most superficial aspect of a spectacular event, which alone can interest a man and lead him to make a certain decision or adopt a certain attitude. And here, Alal asserts that while truly globally shifting humanity-ending events are going on, the man who is the object of propaganda will be completely ignorant of the truly horrific events going on, sometimes in plain sight. Sometimes he is aware of something that's happening, but he's paying attention to it. Because the man is a current events man. He's swept along by the currents of the things that he cares about, the conversations that he's in, the debates that he's participating in or watching. And he is myopically concerned with what he is being strategically fed by the propagandists. And those propagandists know what that man cares about. So they'll keep on feeding it to him along with the solutions that will end in his eventual demise. And today, this is ten times worse than in Illul's day because we have ghettoized our news and information. We have been fed those things that we are told by our affinity groups that, that we must care about. It's not as if we're just getting the national news. We're getting the news that we just care about, our affinity groups just care about, because we've been all sorted out. And so we freak out about those things that just concern our affinity groups. And not that we should try to do something about those things, but we shouldn't be told how to do those things but we're told that we need to freak out about these things right now. More or less like those that are told that there is a deadly virus. And they're told by some that have the solutions that they are the only ones that have the cure. And everybody else needs to be silenced. And then they will find out that they will be led down the primrose path of those pre-made solutions that don't work that cause harm to those seeking solutions and end up creating massive profit for those creating their fertile fallacy solutions. And the man who is the target of propaganda can tell you what the score of the ball game was from two days ago, what the QB rating of the losing quarterback was. But he has no idea what the underlying historical arguments are that are in play with the underlying events that are really a threat to him and his family. 
Because propaganda addresses itself to that man, like him, it can relate only to the most superficial aspect of a spectacular event, which alone can interest a man and lead him to make a certain decision or adopt a certain attitude. Propaganda knows how the targeted man thinks. Propaganda knows what offends the targeted man. Propaganda knows what the targeted man will fight for. And propaganda manipulates, directs, and puts the targeted audience of that propaganda into action, into movements that will be somewhat virtuous, but they're actually wrapped up in a fertile fallacy, which is a lie that has legs. A lie that is 70% true, but that 30% of the strategic lie will eventually destroy what was 70% true. And once the legs of the fertile fallacy have grown tired and useless, the fertile fallacy will end up destroying any of the good that it originally purported to care about in the beginning as well. But the fertile fallacy did its job. Whether starting race-fueled riots in the streets, shutting down the greatest economy in the world, destroying private industry throughout the United States, destroying farming, having farms actually usurped by national organizations, killing people who just wanted to protect themselves from a virus, or balkanizing the nation by using the righteous passion of parents who rightfully want to shut down Drag Queen Story Hour. Propaganda did its job. And these are called active measures. And a huge swath of previously united groups are being broken apart by groups led by men who have absolutely no previous history in our circles. And that is because thousands of men are falling for the problem-reaction-solution game. That is, create the problem, let's say it's wokeness, Marxism, and demands to balkanize by the leftists. And then you create the reaction to that problem, the conservative socialism maybe, with white identitarian reactions, with demands to balkanize as well. Which then will eventually create the pre-made solution. Let's call it the final solution. Balkanization, fracturing, possible civil war, the rounding up of tens of thousands of people, and the end of the United States. This is ideological subversion. And active measures, or psychological warfare, has basically four basic strategies that you need to pay attention to. And as Yuri Brezmanov, who was the former KGB agent, said many years ago about active measures, well, this is what he said. He said, quote, What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interest of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. So, it starts with number one, and this takes about 15 to 20 years to achieve, and if you go back to 2020 to now, you can start to see how the groundwork was laid. 
So number one is demoralization because 15 to 20 years is the minimum number of years it takes to re-educate one generation of students that is normally exposed to the ideology of its country. In other words, the time it takes to change what people are thinking as a whole. The next stage is destabilization. And that would be the destabilization of essential structural elements of a nation, an economy, how we do form relations, and how our defense systems work, maybe how our education works, maybe some of those things that are culturally influencing us, like faith. Well, we're in that stage right now, and really coming to the end of that stage, which will lead to the third stage, which is crisis, where a crisis would bring a violent change of power, structure, and the economy. They must create the instability first in destabilization, and then that will lead to a crisis situation. Basically, the disrupting and dismantling, as we've been talking about for so long, of our entire economic structure. The destruction and destabilization and dismantling of everything that we know socially in regards to how we relate to one another. And sadly, many of those with righteous intentions will be used to help create this crisis situation through civil war, balkanization, and sadly, blood in the streets, which will result in a heavy police state military response from the federal government that will end the United States as we know it. And then the next stage that will eventually be led to because of that response will be normalization. And that's when your nation is basically taken over, living under a new ideology and reality. And there is a time frame that those who are manipulating this process are following. Because all of this needs to happen before 2030. And that's because, as you've heard that 2030 is our goal for net zero, well, 2030 is really year zero. And the beginning of the end of Homo sapiens. Because this isn't just about changing government structures. This is about changing you and your children and your grandchildren, if you have any. Because within a few decades, there won't be anything that resembles grandchildren. Because we are in the phase of transhumanism. And we're all in this together. So while you are distracted by whatever affinity group is telling you that you must separate from others and destroy the United States, something else is happening, just as Jacques Ellul was alluding to. Something else is happening because the real threat, that real threat, needs the United States, the Constitution, and our form of law and order out of the way. So today I would like to suggest to test every spirit, to test those that are trying to manipulate you, and to not be the current events man. Don't be the soft, moldable clay of propaganda. Don't be the man caught in the current. 
If you can be a man and step out of the current, if you can begin to get a vision of what's happening around you, begin to assess the situation and understand where you must resist, you can be a helpful warrior in the fight. Because we have a limited amount of time and we must win. I'm Michael O'Fallon, and this has been Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic.